Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to One Deep Breath, a novel of truth and knowing. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2022 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 6, Big Girl Pants. At 2.15 in the morning, I was dressed, hair done and makeup on. With a hot cup of coffee, I reviewed the answers that I had submitted to the Best Bali Tourism Magazine one more time. Then, to make sure that I was on time, I joined the video call early. Another participant had joined so it must have been Tatum. She got it easy. It was only 12.30 at night for her. I texted her. Good morning. You ready? She asked. As ready as I'll ever be. Great. Please remember to have fun and smile. Just as I was about to respond, the video call was opened. A tall, slender man and a small woman who had the most radiant complexion, appeared on the screen. Both had welcoming smiles. I could also see Tatum in a smaller screen off to the side. Good afternoon, Miss Prince. My name is Nyoman, and I, along with my co-worker, Ni Kadek, are the writers of the Best Bali magazine. Ni Kadek nudged Nyoman. Excuse me, I guess I should say good morning. Good morning, and please call me Evie. Thank you both for this opportunity. I am sure you remember Tatum Brown, my agent? Of course. Hello, Tatum, Nee Cadet greeted. It is so nice to put a face to a name. I would like to reiterate Evie's sentiment. We really appreciate this opportunity. It is our honor. There has been a lot of excitement around the grand opening of our newest hotel in Bali. And the piece you painted, Evie, was the crowning jewel of an amazing hotel. Thank you. I really appreciate the compliment and look forward to the day when I can visit the hotel to see it myself. Well, when you come to visit, please make sure that you call us. Nyoman and I would love to show you around. Yes, we would, Nyoman replied. And thank you. We received your responses to our questions. We just have a few follow-up questions that we would like to ask you. 
immediately panic-filled me. Evie, is everything okay? Newman asked. He must have seen the fear on my face. Yes. I quickly pulled myself together and put a smile back on my face. What can I clarify for you? Your website bio mentions that you tried painting when you were younger, but you could not make a living at it. Was there something that made this time different? Wow, did not see that one coming. There was a momentary pause as I closed my eyes and took a deep breath. Then a smile unconsciously crossed my face. I would like to say that the pandemic changed my life. It forced me to take the time to listen to myself. I was living my life to please everyone but me. When I realized that, it also became clear what made me happy. Painting has always been my passion. And once I started using the something-something technique, my paintings connected with more people. I could see a bit of confusion on both of their faces. Then Ni Kadek responded with, The something-something technique? Can you please explain more? I laughed, <laughs> realizing that the not-so-technical name for my process would soon be made public to the people of Bali and Indonesia. The something-something technique is when I paint through my heart versus my eyes. When I was younger, I painted what I saw in front of me. Now I paint how I feel. If someone were to look at my painting, then look at the object that I was painting, they would not see the same thing. The emotion I feel is what I paint. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a clapping emoji come across my phone screen. I guess Tatum liked the answer. Oh, I understand. Well, the emotion that you put into your painting definitely leapt off the canvas. One more question, Nikadek stated. Will you be doing additional paintings for the hotel? At this moment, no, but I would love to have the opportunity to work with Mr. Pratama again. Well, thank you, Evie, for your time. We really appreciate speaking with you. We will send Tatum copies of the magazine when the article prints, Nyoman added. After we said our goodbyes, Tatum called me. Well done, and you said you didn't enjoy talking about yourself. Like I said, I had to put on my big girl pants. It went great. I hope you're pleased. Actually, I am. Remember, every time it will get easier and easier. Every time? There's going to be more? Back when I had been in corporate America, I could talk about any project, product, or company ad nauseum. But now, having to talk about myself just sent me into a tailspin. Oh, you think this is your one and only magazine interview? Trust me, there will be more. The thought of more interviews scared the crap out of me. But there was also a small part of me that looked forward to the next one. I waited until the morning to let Hendrick know how the interview went. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning. Great news. The interview was a success. Wonderful. Did you smile? Gee, 
Do you and Tatum think that I always have a sour puss face? No, but when you get anxious, your smile goes away. It's noticeable. Huh, good to know. And yes, I did smile. So what's on your agenda today? Remember when we first met and I was contemplating stepping away from corporate headhunting and going out on my own? Yes. Do you also remember that you suggested I should be a passion hunter versus a headhunter? I do. Well, I've been thinking a lot more about it. I still enjoy the work, but... How exciting! I shrieked. What? <laughs> Hendrick laughed. I haven't even told you everything yet. I don't care what you're going to tell me. I am just happy that you're taking another leap towards your happiness. So tell me, what are you going to do? I asked excitedly. Well, I need more flexibility for Asia, and hitting my numbers every month wears on me. He paused and laughed again. <laughs> right there just proves why I love you so much. Unconditional love and support. Honestly, I was a little nervous about telling you that I'm starting the process of creating my own company. Why would you be nervous? I turned down my dream job that you found me, sold my house, and moved to another state within a six-month period. I understand the need for change. Yes, but we were not engaged. We were just friends with the hope, at least for me, for more. What I do now impacts you, and vice versa. Hendrick, I would never dream of standing in your way of happiness, and Asia needs you. Thank you. Oh, and my official title is Passion Hunter. Still need to think of a name for the business but I will be helping people find their passion and then their perfect job that fulfills their passion. That sounds amazing. And I know you will have people from everywhere wanting to work with you. Congratulations. Is there anything that I can do to help? Just keep on being you. Your support gives me the strength to keep moving forward. Thinking about marrying Hendrick frightened and excited me at the same time. My maternal grandfather had spent his whole life trying to keep me safe, fearful that I would follow in his and my mother's footsteps, and concerned that my free spirit would put me in harm's way. Humanitarian work overseas, like my mother and grandfather had done, did not interest me, but I did have the urge to wander. I wanted to see the sights and hear the sounds of the world. Would marrying Hendrick keep me from that, or would he encourage it? When Granddad entered the studio, he cleared his throat to announce his arrival. He could probably tell that I was in deep thought. Oh, Granddad, I, I didn't hear you come in. Sorry, kid. I knocked. Yeah, I was a little preoccupied. Anything I can help you with? 
Remember how you told me that my free spirit frightened my grandfather because he thought I would put myself in danger like my mother? Yes. Where is this going? He asked cautiously. Don't worry. I'm not going to follow in their footsteps, but I do feel the need to wander. What's wrong with that? To see the world and how other people live is an amazing experience that everyone should have. If more did, there may be more love in this world. I'm just concerned that when Hendrik and I marry, we cannot do that since Asia is so young. Have you spoken to him about this? Or are you letting your mind run wild, worrying about things that aren't even real yet? I lowered my head knowing that Grandad was right. Then the slight scent of cigarette smoke filled my nose. My head and my ego had taken control, and I was worrying about something that I had no business worrying about. Sheepishly, I replied. No, not yet. Well, these are important topics that you need to discuss with Hendrik. Try not to limit yourself and think that there is only this or that. It can be this and that, if you make it so. I got up from my stool to give Granddad a hug. Whoa, what is this for? Thank you for being you. I know you all sacrificed a lot for me. I'm just so happy to have you with me on this journey. Evie, we did not sacrifice. Your maternal grandparents, your mother, father, and I made choices. Choices that we thought were in your best interests. If we were given a do-over, we would choose you in your safety again. That evening before bed, I sat out on the deck and looked at the lighthouse. Red, red, white. Her soothing light lulled me as if she were rocking me to sleep, like how my mother used to when I was a small child. My mother and I had had a complicated relationship, but I always knew that she loved me. My best memories were of when I was young, before she would leave and I was sent to stay with my grandparents. She would shower me with love. We would cuddle on the couch and just be for hours together. Those memories gave me a warm sensation throughout my body and a sense of peace. I closed my eyes, appreciating the stillness. Then, in the back of my head, I felt a familiar presence. I am so proud of you, Evie. Mom? Is that you? Yes, sweetheart, it's me. At that moment, it was like a dam broke. Tears streamed from my eyes, and I was inundated with emotion. The last time I had spoken with my mother had been two weeks before she had died. It had been 25 years since I had heard her voice. Mom, I miss you. I know. And I'm sorry. Please know I am always with you. I know, but it still hurts. The pain that you feel when you miss a loved one provides you with the understanding to appreciate the people you love in your life 
without sadness, you cannot know happiness. Mom, I've done a lot of work to understand the choices that you all made regarding me. But one thing I still don't understand is how you could leave me to help other children around the world. Didn't you love me? Evie, it was hard to leave you, but I knew you would be well taken care of. The desire in my heart to help those in need was too great to ignore. The more I pushed that desire aside, the unhappier I became. I was a better person to you and everyone else when I could be me and do the things that brought me joy. And of course, I loved you more than you could imagine. The months that I would be away from you to help others were difficult, but the work gave me immense joy. I brought that joy home to you. If I was not allowed to do my humanitarian work, I feared I would grow to resent you. With the help of your grandparents, I could do what I loved and still be with the one person who I loved more than myself. Mom, I love Hendrik, and I want to be with him, but I also have an unrelenting desire to see the world. Evie, you need to be you and do what makes you happy. If you want to be with Hendrik, you will. The timing may just differ from what you think. In the end, you will be a better person to him and yourself because you are being your true self. I wonder if Hendrik can't wait. I wonder if I'll lose him. Be strong in your decisions. Maybe he does not want to wait, but wouldn't it be better to live your authentic life than to live a lie and be unhappy? Yes, I understand. Thank you. Mom, I love you. I love you too, sweetheart. Remember, I am always with you. Feeling her presence was so loving that I didn't want it to end. When I opened my eyes, I saw the red, red, white beams of the light and realized that the lighthouse represented my mother. Strong, distant, loving, and always there to guide me. Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations, written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.online. Reminder, you limit yourself when you think that it can only be this or that. It can be this and that, if you make it so.